You're listening to Breaking Marketing, where we uncover the cutting-edge strategies disrupting the marketing industry. Join host Leanna Ling, CEO of AdSkills, as she takes you behind the scenes to access insider knowledge from industry leaders and innovators pushing and breaking the boundaries of marketing. Are you ready to discover the secrets of the marketing elite? Let's begin Breaking Marketing. Yeah, let's go. Hey, Drew, it's so great for you to stop by today. How are you doing? I'm so excited, privileged, and happy anytime that I can connect with you, Liana. It's been way too long, but I understand why you are super busy. Uh, you're launching all kinds of stuff. You're involved in so many different things. And uh, as soon as I heard that you had this podcast, I was so excited to connect with you. And I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. Well, I I just love everything that you and David are up to. And I know you have some really interesting things to share with everybody about how you're disrupting the industry and just keeping your agency and, you know, and your companies relevant. So um, let's just dive right in. I I hear and I've been seeing a couple of really interesting things you're doing in the local market. Like, do you want to just can you just dive in and start sharing a little bit about, um, you know, sort of what the what the scene is like and then where you saw the gaps where that you can break some of the rules and breaking through here? Sure. Well, you know, not too long ago, I was kind of new on the scene. Uh, Brief background, I spent 26 years in healthcare um, as a hyperbaric wound care nurse, which has nothing to do with marketing whatsoever, uh, other than I like to help people. And uh, around the advent of the iPhone, uh, I developed one of the first apps to help diabetics track their blood glucoses and blood sugars. I promise there's a backstory to this and why we got to this point now. Um, it made the transition out of healthcare after seeing some initial success with this new technology um, right around the advent of the iPhone. When the uh, SDK came out, I was able to create um, a very, very basic type of application that uh, initially received a lot of downloads very quickly, about 50,000 downloads in, in the first couple of weeks. And uh, that was remarkable. It was a, it was just crazy to see that. And I just realized that there was a different way to touch people's lives. Um, so with the initial success of that, uh, I realized that my time in the clinical setting was over. And, um, you know, just kind of a fun dream type of thing. Everybody wants to quit their job, um, you know, spectacularly. I ended up walking into uh, the office and I I didn't have a very nice boss at the time. And uh, I walked in and uh, I said, look, I've got some good news and some bad news. And they knew uh, right away that I was resigning. So they brought me into the office and uh, in the office were a bunch of my colleagues, a bunch of nurses and physicians and techs and all that kind of stuff. And they said, oh, you know, uh, I'm so sorry to, you know, hear that you're leaving. Um, so what's the good news? I said, well, I just saved $500 on my car insurance by switching to Geico. And like <laughs> every, everybody's face got really red and, you know, I, I it was just a mic drop moment and I, I literally just walked out, right? It was just, probably should not have done that, but in, in hindsight, but it was just a, a fun, epic story to kind of, to kind of share. Uh, and then I got my start into like, what am I going to do next? I needed to learn to market this application. I needed to do this kind of stuff. And I got pretty good at it. So fast forward a number of years Facebook ads came around and media buying and stuff. And I dabbled in that. And I know that you are an expert in this. 
um, I just didn't know how to fulfill. So I, I, I took a bunch of lumps and, and I kind of dove into a bunch of courses and learned how to do that kind of stuff. And, you know, if what is available now was available back then, uh, I probably would have done a lot better, a little bit more quickly, um, which kind of goes into the tragedy, right? The tragedy of this story was, you know, my my agency started to struggle, if I'm honest, right? Because I just didn't know how to fulfill uh, on a scale. You know, I didn't know how to scale. and suddenly everybody was starting their own little agencies and some of the businesses that I was working with started to convert and I started to lose business and so on and so forth. Uh, So I needed to pivot. And I realized that, you know, things were not going to be, excuse me, not going to be the way um, that I wanted them to go. I needed to kind of do things a little bit differently and uh, a good, good, uh, good friend of ours, uh, we teamed together and became uh, business partners, David Calafiori and myself. We started a company called Delicious Marketing. And we started off with the intent of doing the things that we were doing every day, you know, meeting with uh, customers and clients, trying to offer the social media type of services, media buying and, and, and things of that nature. And uh, we just we just weren't there. We knew that we had to do things a little bit differently. So we needed to pivot. And, you know, trying to support two families and not many sales coming through, uh, we realized that the time to change was 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 there. So we started doing this strategy, which we'll dive into now, um, that we call uh, the local media hero strategy. And instead of us <clears throat> trying to um, go out there and procure new customers and clients we started to build our own agency. We bought our, built our own platform where we would command all the attention in the local area and in for all intents and purposes, rent that out, if you will. So it really came down to this. I mean, basically the strategy is to build a Facebook page and a community around a local area. So I live in Douglasville, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philadelphia. And it was rather easy to build out a local page that had thousands and thousands and thousands of people that were following this local page. And what we served up on that page that was of great interest to local people was things that mattered to them, meaning people work, live, play, and pray, invest, and spend money in their local area. So we started serving up local news, local events, things that were happening with crime, what's happening with the police department and the fire department and what's happening with traffic and what's happening with weather, what's happening with the local schools, meaning literally down to the grade school, the middle school, the high school, and even the local colleges, right? Because a lot of people are just genuinely selfish, meaning in a good way. They're interested in what's going to impact them, what's happening with their local churches, what's happening with the local community, what's happening with local, you know, sports clubs. Uh, All those types of things seem to be of great interest to local people. So we built a list. We literally built a list of local people that lived, worked, played, prayed, spent money in this local area, wanted to do business with local businesses, the local farms, the local restaurants, you name it, right? This is where people seem to do their commerce. And we bat- built rather large uh, in a local list in a, in, a, in a town of say 17,000 people commanding you know, a list of 10 to 12,000 people 
in that area is remarkable. That's incredible. So that's what what we did. And, you know, the people that actually work in this area are also business owners. So when we started to approach them and walked in, we wanted to do features about these local businesses. We wanted to feature them um, on our podcast and on our, you know, Facebook lives. We wanted to learn more about why people love their businesses so much. So we approach them, right? And it's what they call the the um, the Oprah effect, right? So if I basically walked into a local business and said, you know, hey, Liana, um, my name is Drew from such and such local. Um, we love your business. And we know a lot of people love your business, love your business as well. We would love to feature you and your business Um, in our magazine, our podcast, our Facebook lives and that sort of thing on our Facebook page where, you know, we've got a following of 10 to 20,000 people. And 100% of the time, I think we may have been pushed back on maybe, you know, two or three times saying, you know, not yet. I'm not sure what this is all about, or we're just getting started or something like that. The conversion rate was incredible. So much like your podcast, right? What would it be like if you could have an uninterrupted 45 minute to 60 minute conversation with a local business owner, you know, the ones that you're trying trying to be interested in connecting with, well, it was remarkable. Like we were having great conversations. We were becoming friends. We're becoming trusted advisors to these businesses, learning what worked, what doesn't work, what, what their problems and challenges were. And that way, you know, once we published the podcast or their Facebook live to, our audience of 10, 12, you know, 15,000 people, whatever we have on the page or pages, because we have many of these pages now, um, we syndicated the, those Facebook lives to a multitude of the pages that we built, built out. Uh, they got instant, you know, access into the community. And, you know, we would follow up and say, hey, we'd like to come back next week and share the results with you. You know, you'd be cool with that. And they're like, yeah, Absolutely. So when we tag them in the interviews, when we tag them in these these um, these interviews, if you will, these Facebook lives and these podcasts, if you will, um, they would see the comments and the engagement and the number of views that were happening on this page. So we led with val- led with value in advance. You know, what do you think happened well, the next time we called upon them? Right, we say, hey, you know, we've got some ideas that we'd love to share with you. Love to get your opinion on them and. You know, like, yeah, of course they're going to take our call. So we, sh- the paradigm shift that we had was instead of calling and trying to make the sale the first time was incredible, right? That we just, we found this magical power that we were able to connect with more local businesses while building our asset at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we controlled and something that people actually wanted which was attention from their local community. They wanted more customers. They wanted more local customers to come in, to buy more stuff, to buy more often and come back more often to buy more of their stuff again and again and again, much like a subscription service. Um, So yeah, that was a remarkable strategy uh, that completely transformed the trajectory of our business. And we still use this uh, today. We've got uh, well over 26 of these pages uh, out there in various communities, in little hubs and whatnot. Some are larger than others, um, but they're still growing and still gives us that validation to actually be able to get into the community and connect with the businesses 
um, with a lot of less friction. Right. This is genius. Like, I love this idea. Um, I was curious, once you're in there, you know, because you you show them the results from Mm -hmm. the Facebook Live or whatever that you did for them, Mm -hmm. how do you how do you flip it to um, an agency service? Like, do they, because they, they don't know you have an agency, right? You're coming in as this, you know, Douglasville local page or something like that. So how do you bridge that over? Or are you monetizing the actual local property that you've created? A little bit of both. So our, my natural pivot at this point is I, I typically identify and say, Hey, we run an agency behind this. Um, and, and they're well aware of that as we're doing this, you know, we're not going in as a local news station per se, but many of our pages are actually named that, right? News and events. And that seems to really uh, open up the opportunity for us to actually have the conversation in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when we go back, we typically say, hey, you know, I've got some ideas that might help you with the problems that you shared with me off camera. Um, You know, can I drop back in next Thursday? I'd love to share them with you. And typically what happens is, oh, you've got some ideas that might help us. Well, you know, what are they, right? So they want to get into the conversation right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learned this this strategy fairly recently, and it works, you know, 99% of the time. Um, And it starts to get them to think is that, hey, these guys are good, decent people. Um, they led with value. They got me some immediate attention and that sort of thing uh, by way of views and a bunch of comments are coming in and that sort of thing. So sometimes we, you know, come with an idea like, hey, how how would it, what would it look like if we were able to take all those views that happen on this and turn them into a list of customers or leads for you? And they're like, what, what do you, so some of the videos might have 117, some of them, some of them might have, you know, 2000 views, some of them might have 5,000, 10,000 views, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now they start to do the mental math, right? Think of a local pizza shop. They make a lot of cash and, you know, 117 new pizzas or two pizzas per week at 117 people a pop, you know, be, depending on what it costs is 10 to 20 bucks per pizza. Well, that starts to add up in their brains. They're like, oh, wait, if I can create a list of 117 local people that buy from me every single week, hmm, right? And depending on who the business is, it might be another type of restaurant. It might be an attorney. It might be a physician. It might be an insurance agent. It might be a whole bunch of different things, right? They're starting to do the mental math. And that translates into how do we build a list from them from like a Facebook video or a contest or a messenger bot campaign or something along those lines. Those are the types of things that, you know, you and I know, and many of your listeners will be well aware of. How do you get into that type of conversation? Well, Hey, what would it look like if we were able to bring in, you know, a bunch of new customers and clients for you and turn them into new leads from these videos or from some of the, some of those other things, have you considered this? And that typically opens up the conversation um, about something like that. We typically ask them for their opinion and they open up with that. Like, wait, you want my opinion on this? Yeah. Well, that just leads into the next part of the conversation of what does that look like? What does it cost? And that kind of stuff. And then you have the ability to actually make the offer, um, where so many people lead with the offer and it's typically a pushback. Well, when you lead with value by 
doing something like this and bringing them onto a podcast or to a, um, you know, to a live video or even just doing a featured, uh, what they call local spotlight video, where you, you do a little bit of production with the video itself. You don't necessarily have to do that. Um, when you show those type of videos in, in the form that we're talking about on a Facebook page that has a baked in audience, then all of a sudden it opens up some doors where you can actually get to some of those sales conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you've mentioned a couple different things, pages, um, podcasts, um, features, uh, posts. Um, so can you, maybe, can you paint the picture a little bit of what the possibilities are? Cause it sounds like you have more than just a Facebook page happening, right? Like, and just making say one post a day or something like that. So yeah. it sounds like you could actually blow it up to be kind of a bigger empire inside of this little town. Yeah, you can, you, you totally can. I mean, there, there's all kinds of ways to create a podcast. A podcast is simply an audio and or a video recording. And the platform that we're talking about right now is Facebook. But obviously you and I know, and your audience knows that there's a bunch of audio platforms that are out there that you can repurpose that content. You can strip the audio out and repurpose that to say Stitcher or iTunes or anchor.fm. You can take the video and, and repurpose it over on LinkedIn. You can purpose it on, on YouTube. You can cut it down into shorts uh, on YouTube, you know, on YouTube, you can take even, even take some of those, even though I haven't really uh, aspired, not, a, not aspired, but taken advantage of TikTok as much, I'm getting there, right? So Reels and TikTok and all these other different platforms, you can start to, um, you know, fish, if you will, and kind of create your, stake your claim in some of these other platforms to, to do that. You can even do, you know, a private, uh, you know, uh, podcast network, if you wanted to, as, as you are uh, building out here, uh, you can do a lot of different things uh, with this, uh, building out an email list, right, from messenger bots when people opt in to, you know, say a contest, right? Like one one example that we do often, at least at the time of this recording, we're right in the middle of the NFL season here in the United States, um, 17, 18, 19, 20 weeks worth of football, um, people inherently love to, you know, watch this game, uh, particularly if they love, um, you know, they have a, a local team or they follow a certain team. Um, there's an opportunity for them to participate in contests, like guess the final score type of contest, which is it, it's rabid. It's so much fun. You can partner with a local business and you know, offer a gift card. You don't even have to partner. You just go in and buy a gift card from them and say, hey, we're we're giving away a 50 or $100 gift card to, you know, such and such wing place or such and such pizza place. Um, you know, gas cards work extremely well, certainly because the, ga- the price of gas goes way up and down. Um, and you dangle that out in front of them. Hey, guess the final score of the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants this weekend. The winner the person that guesses the winner and the closest to the final score first will be deemed the winner. And what happens when you've got a large audience of people that are following the page, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people, imagine building a rabid list of people that are just guessing the final score of the game, you know, Mm -hmm. Eagles 27, the Giants 13, right? And other people 52 to zero or 27. And it's all in the comments, right? Of the post? all the comments. 
Oh, right? that's all, that's going to blow up on Facebook. Absolutely. <laughs> totally, totally blows up. And, you know, behind the scenes, we're asking for their email. We're adding them to a local newsletter to, you know, instead, maybe they don't see every post that goes out on the Facebook page, but we do a weekly roundup on this newsletter and you know, we keep them, impl- you know, notified about local businesses and things that are happening in the local area by way of the newsletter. Well, now you've got a massive email list of people that live in your local area that participate in this contest. Every business out there is going to want to, you know, take a part of that weekly contest now. Like, oh, well, yeah, I'll give away a $50 gift card or, you know, uh, to, you know, dinner for two or whatever it might be, a membership, a six month membership to a local gym or something like that in order to get in front of five, 10,000, 15,000 people. Um, so speaking to many different ways to initiate your platform from a Facebook page, a simple Facebook page, leverage Facebook ads to kind of get your word out there um, and, and do something pretty, pretty amazing. Like one thing that we do often is we do the best of, right? So, hey, who has the best pizza in Pottstown, Pennsylvania? Liana, people have an opinion. The people right. have an opinion about their pizza. Well, what would it be like if I referred 50 new businesses to you? Mm-hmm. Well, like all of a sudden, all these people are suggesting different local pizzas. They're talking about Charlie's. They're talking about Pepino's. They're talking about Oliverio's. They're talking about, you know, Little Italy, Little Italy too. And literally introducing us to 50, 60 new pizza restaurants. Genius simply by asking this. And then we go and validate it in the comments say, Oh, you mean this page? Because if they didn't tag them, oh, we go that's in and so smart, <laughs> tag their Facebook page. And all of a sudden that page and that restaurant comes in, they start telling their restaurant, you know, telling all their patrons, Hey, go vote over on Pottstown local news and events. They've got this contest going on. Make sure you go out and vote for us. And then another 500 come in another 500 come in. It's just crazy so many people that are voting for it. Well, then what's our next step? Yeah. We go in and say, Hey guys, uh, go into Charlie's pizza. Hey, my name is drew from Pottstown local news and events. They know immediately who I am and what page we are. And, and I say to them, Hey, you know, there's so many people that love your pizza. Why do people love your pizza? We would love to interview you and do a taste test of your pizza and, you know, feature you guys on our literally 50 interviews later. And, you know, I have to be careful of how much pizza I'm eating. It's just a, it's just so much, it's so much a more fun, easy and palatable way, frictionless way to connect with local businesses, have fun in the process. Sometimes they become clients, sometimes they don't, but at least we've got 50 new friends, right. That we could eventually do business together. Yeah. And, you know, why do you, why do you think that these pages that you're creating um, are creating such a big splash? Because, you know, there's a lot of giants out there covering the news and they do have local stations as well. Um, but like, why do you think that is just really popping with these with these small ones that you're creating? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know why, but, you know, if you go down the bread aisle or the soda aisle inside of, you know, whatever your rest whatever your, uh, your grocery store is, there's options, right? 
there's all kinds of different breads or all kinds of different sodas, all kinds of different tissue paper, you name it, right? There's a lot of competition out there. The thing that we have to our advantage is we can be nimble. We can Mm -hmm. uh, borrow, we can share some of the news that's already there. You can curate a lot of this content. We're not really trying to become a news agency. We're just trying to curate content that's happening locally. And then Mm -hmm. if we have the opportunity to be nimble, it's not like the news station is knocking down local businesses every day, but when they do, these local businesses want the attention. Every local business wants the attention, uh, favorable attention on their business. And when somebody compliments you, when somebody uh, acknowledges the hard work that you've put into it, I mean, you've you've got multiple businesses, Liana. Um, you work literally, tw- I don't know if I don't know of anybody <laughs> that works harder than you do. Time is precious and the business is your baby. It's your family. And, you know, so if it's paying you and you're generating revenue, certainly you want people to recognize your worth, your hard work, particularly in a local community. And I think that's the ability. If we can recognize and give the attention to people that are doing great work um, in, in the local community, then it's, it's, a, it's a win, win, win for everybody. It's a win for the local community. It's a win for that local business, and it's a win for our Facebook page, obviously the agency behind us. Uh, It's a win for Facebook because we continue to do business with them, uh, Mm -hmm. give them attention. People stay on Facebook. We we pay them through our ads sometimes. And uh, yeah, it seems to be a great strategy uh, that perpetuates uh, a thriving business for us. It's it's been remarkable. Gives us a lot of opportunity to connect with local chambers of commerces, lots of local organizations. They recognize this, and instead of uh, making it painful to connect with local businesses, it's become much easier. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there about it not being painful, because that's what it is, right? You come in, you're offering to feature them for free, right? So who's really going to turn that down, right? right? And then, like you said, I really love how you said, well, like now I've gained 50 new friends. And, and you know, if I think anybody who's worked in the local market, um, the big people, like the big people, the media companies, they don't really pay that much attention to a local business at all. And you're somebody here who's like sowing a genuine interest in them um, and really wants to find out what they actually do, right? Yeah. Um, I think that that's actually rare. So I, yeah, I think it's a win-win for everybody. It's genius. Thank you. And then then after we connect with them, there's an opportunity for them to learn more about what it is that we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Outside of marketing, we've got a software company that's called Leadbubble. It's a lot of fun playing with that tool. Um, There's an agency side to that. And my business partner, uh, David Calafuri, um, we're having a blast with that, right? That's just a, um, it's something else that gets on their radar as we start mm-hmm. to connect with them. They want to do a little bit of due diligence and hey, what else is it that, you know, typically when you're working with the business and you're getting them results, they're going to take a genuine interest in you and say, well, what else is it that you guys do? And, mm-hmm. you know, we share that kind of stuff with them as well. Um, sure. that's a great way to generate monthly recurring revenue, um, from offering a SaaS product above and beyond the cons- consultative type of marketing that we do as well. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you, both you and David cannot possibly cover the entire United States. So I know that you also help others to create these too. So how, how does that work? You know, in terms of like, how, how would somebody get started if that's what they wanted to do? Yeah. So we have uh, a course called local media hero. You can probably check it out localmediahero.com or you can join our Facebook group for free and learn about that. Um, we openly teach this, uh, this strategy step-by-step. Okay. You know, this is what you need to do with the Facebook page. This is how you fill it out. This is how you want to focus on it. We don't want this to become a full-time job for anyone, but it often turns into a full-time, um, living, meaning, you know, once you see that this engine works for you, this attention engine, then all the other things that our local marketers and people that are getting into this space are interested in doing, whether it's SEO or, you know, Facebook ads or, you know, social posting, or they've got a software, they've got content writing, all kinds of different stuff. You know, that's where this helps pivot and get gets our clients, our, our, you know, our students gets them on the radar within their local community. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the paradigm shift. Um, if people are interested, they can join our, our Facebook group, delicious local marketing hacks, uh, on Facebook. Um, it's filled with very, very smart people. I know Liana, you're in this group. Um, although you're super busy, um, you know, there's lots of people that are doing this strategy and more, right. You, uh, I know that you're a big fan of um, short form video. There's people talking about that. They're talking about Google, my business, Google business profiles. They call it now so many different pathways that you can go if you want to specialize and, uh, even outsource and that sort of thing. So yeah, we've got that course, uh, local media hero. We've got other things like local podcast hero and other things that, uh, that are associated with that, but understanding that core structure, uh, will help you splinter off and do some amazing things. Um, and just disrupt your local marketing community. Yes, I love that. And it's, I, I could see it as something that an agency could also bolt on um, to put in, you know, even if you want to support a charity, like if you want to have some type of social capitalism aspect to your agency or your business, you can start one here as a service back to the community. And by the way, it also feeds into, you know, your agency as well. So I love that you call it local media hero, because that's really what you're becoming, right? To the community, um, lifting the community up, right? using your power for good instead of evil. So, uh, you know, that's, I love that. And yeah, it's um, been, it's and I, been a blast for us. Yeah. And I could see it, how it also helps not just agencies. Like if you're a realtor, um, you know, by, we created one, actually, I learned this through you guys. So I created one for, my mom has a private school, a local private school. Again, like people will more readily talk to that media company first than, oh, you're trying to sell me your school. Right. So I definitely saw that for sure. Um, I guess even like if you're a church or something, you could, you know, sponsor one that as well. Like there's just, there's so much possibilities. Yeah, lots of possibilities. Realtors, um, in fact, we recommend that for insurance agencies and and mortgage mm-hmm. lenders and all kinds of different ways. If you're looking to connect with local people that will eventually become a customer, client, or a member of your church and your community, um, your school, that sort of thing, it's probably a good idea to serve up information that's happening locally. Um, they become aware of you, they become trustworthy, 
and eventually develop those relationships with those people uh, in a good way. And often people, as we know, love to do business with who they know, like, and trust that get results and provide, you know, transparent information about what's happening locally. And I, I think that's why it works ultimately. So yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, it, it, is it work? Yeah, it can be, it can be a little bit of work, but uh, it can really deliver a lot of dividends for you as well. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for sharing all of this today, Drew. Again, I just think it's a genius idea and I love how you're disrupting marketing in this way. Um, we're definitely going to have to get you and David back to talk about Leadbubble because I, again, I'm also a user of Leadbubble and I love how you've basically disrupted uh, how we present information on you know, a website and have like disrupted and increased the conversion rates on, on page on our funnels. So we definitely have to get you back to kind of talk about that too. I'd love to do that. Uh, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to come in and talk with you uh, here on the podcast. I'm going to tell everybody about your podcast. We're going to blow it up. We're going to recommend it awesome. on all of, our, all of our local media hero pages for people to listen to and that sort of thing. And uh, Liana, congratulations on everything that you're doing. Um, so super, super proud of you, uh, both on your health journey as well as your business journey. You're just a lovely person. And uh, I'm just very proud and elated to be your friend. Awesome. Love you too, Drew and David. I know he's not here, but you guys are going to meet him next time and uh, look forward to seeing you again. Talk soon. See you.